on page Kuf Pei Beis 182, uh, three lines on the top. Um, now, we've just been speaking about how basically it's impossible to say that Shema Vaya is only an Atsilis. And that's why the Shlok exclaimed that Shema Hagodoyu Shema is even in the Pchinas Arotzin, is in the desire of Hashem when it arose in his will to create, to emanate the world of Atsilis, meaning it's even higher than the chain of creation, even higher than Atsilis. So he explained because Havaya is from the expression from the same root of the word Mahavit to bring into existence, which means that it's relating to that this name of Hashem, Hashem Havaya, is relating to the godly energy which is relevant to creation, to the worlds, the source of their bringing into their their source of their creation and their and their being being enlivened. Their Hisavus and their Chayus, like explained the, the difference between those two ideas, and. This level of godliness, which is basically external ray of godliness, was originally kolbats musi was included within Hashem's essence, and there it was just the it was just the potential that Hashem had to reveal from himself these this this external contracted ray of godliness, which is basically memali kolam the finite limited revelation of godliness and the infinite revelation of godliness, and even how these these this level this external ha'ara ray of godliness was included within Hashem's essence, it was totally incomparable to that essence, even though being included in that essence, it seemed, seemingly it's, it's obviously in a lot higher state. Still, though, how it is included in that, in that essence is totally incomparable. Um, so Hashem himself, not in the realm of worlds whatsoever, whereas as their name expresses, the end of the name is Kol Olmin. Both of them have a relationship to worlds. Even though Seviv is infinite revelation of godliness and therefore the worlds don't sense it, but still its whole purpose is to bring worlds into, into being from, from, from nothing to something. Um, and Mahusavetz Musa is not Begedr Olmin at all. It's as if, on, from his perspective of the Hashem's to, uh, true essence, it's as if the worlds, it's as if the worlds don't even exist. And being that this is drawn down from, but however, being that this level of this external ray, which is the basically the source for creation, which is, um, which is that depicted in the idea of Shema Vaya, being that it was included, it's drawn down from Husavetz Musi, it obviously stemmed from Hashem's essence, because everything comes from Him, um, from His very essence. So being before the, this, this external ray was drawn down from Hashem's essence in order to actually be in the in the existences of the revelations of Seviv and Mali, it was included within his essence. And that is the Kayach and the Yechilis, the, the ability, the power, the, the potential Hashem has to be a source for creation. Um, even though Hashem in his very essence is not within the realm of creation, has no relationship to worlds whatsoever, nevertheless, B'chal Masayim Mone, within 200 is 100. So therefore, being that Hashem is a source for everything, obviously these external rays of godliness must have originally been included within him, but even how they are included within him, they're totally no comparison whatsoever to Hashem, to his essence. And we brought the analogy of Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the choicest, the highest of the human race. And um, it says that he had physical strength and also he had the, which is just a, you know, obviously a quality when it comes to the physical energy of the person, which has no comparison whatsoever to Moshe's true Maila, which is his wisdom or in his Nebuah's prophecy. Um, but still, the fact that even though it's nothing compared to, it has no, it's almost as if it doesn't exist compared to his true Maila, but still, it's Gam uh, Even this smaller Koyach is still included within him. And that's the idea of who Shmai Bavad. There was, before the world was created, there was him and his name, meaning there was this idea 
of Hashem's external name included within his essence. The, the ray, the external ray, which is the source for creation, was included within his essence. Um, and even though it's nothing compared to his essence and as if, as if it doesn't exist from the, so to say, from the perspective of his essence, but it's still there. Um, so according to that, we could say that Shem is even relevant, even higher than Hashem's desire for creation, even within the Pneumius, they're eating safe, the inner core of the infinite energy of Hashem, which has no relationship to the world, because that's what we're saying, because this external Ha'ora, which is called Shem originally was included within his essence, and therefore Shem how it is included within his essence, we could even apply it to that level. Um, and it's known, we said it's known that in, in the idea of Hashem's desire for creation, this level of Alei Sarotzin, and then the level of Eden Seif Shalomaylam Alei Sarotzin, the infinite energy of Hashem before, higher than Hashem's will for creation, um, they are the source of these two levels of Mamalikol and Sevivikol, which are characterized, which are called, by, symbolized by Shem Abayah. So according to what we said before, these two levels these two levels are included within Shemavai. Like I said, Yudke is Seviv, Vovke is Mamali. Or we could say that these are the two levels of Shemavaya, Vayadila Ela, Seviv, Vayad Sata is Mamali. So if, if so, Shaykh in Shemavai Gam Kim Khan's Pneumis to Aiden Safe for the Thantim. So it's possible to talk about Shemavai, even in the Pneumis Aiden Safe, the inner core of the infinite energy of Hashem before the symptom. It's called Shema Etzim, the, the essential name, because it refers all the way back to Hashem's essence, how this external ha'ara, which is the source for creation, was included within that essence. And obviously it's not the essence itself, but it's the gili ha'atzim, the atzim saint safe. It's the revelation of that essence. That is this, how this ha'ara is, kol say it's the gili ha'atzim. Because, like we said earlier, seviv kolomim is even included within shemavaya, the higher level of shemavaya. And the source for Seviv Kolomim is in the, what is, like we said, is in the Pneumius Aiden Seviv, the Pnei Simpson. That is, which is even higher than Alei Sorotzin. So that is even called Shemavaya. Three lines on the top of Kolze, who, Ma, Shemavaya, Nikra, Nikra Shmei And this is all still how Shemavaya is called his great name, Shuhu B'chanas which, even though it's great name, it's the Tachlis Agadlus, the ultimate greatness. Because it's referring to an unlimited level of godliness, but still it's called Shmoy, his name, external level, external um, diminished revelation. Therefore, it's only a revelation of divine energy. But being that it's the highest level, which Godl, the highest level of that shame, how it's even called Bats Musay, it is speaking about a Gili La'atzmai, a revelation of a, the revelation of godliness, but still how it is to himself, so to say. As if to say, meaning the like the the gili how it is within his essence still, the potential for these this level, which will be source for creation, but how it is total kol ba'atzmusi, so it's still a gili because it's still a level, and it's kol. You can if you can say it's kol ba'atzmusi, therefore it must be a level. If it's not a level at all, if it doesn't exist at all, I can't say it's kol. So if it is a level, therefore it's it is already a gili, but it's a gili how it is still la'atzmai, still to Hashem within his essence. which is still above having any relationship to worlds. Um, so therefore now going back we said that there's two interpretations of Shemaya Godl one is that it's the great name which is actually referring to Shemavaya and then there's Shemaya Godl how it's above Shemavaya like we said the two explanations Noyam Avaya um, so the Shemaya Godl which is higher than Avaya now we're going to have to say it's even higher than what than the new the new interpretation of what Havaya can relate to even to the Pneumia Sarin Tzav Shalifnei the Gili La'atzmai 
So Shmaya Godel, which is above Havaya, this must be referring to the essence of the divine energy, which is even higher than the revelation of that energy. So, because here we're talking about the Gili La'atzmai, it's a revelation of Hashem's essence, but to himself, still Kalul Um And then there is an even higher level, which is the Etzim Ha'ir, the actual light itself, which is above the revelation to himself. So that's, but still it's an Ayr, which Ayr means it's not the Atzmus, it's, not, it's already a light, you can already define it, already, you can already talk about it. Therefore, it's already, it has a certain seer limitation to it. But it's not the gili of that oyer. It's not the gili. Even Latzmai, it's, it's just the oyer itself. And that is this level of Shmei HaGadol, which is above Havaya. As it's known, explaining Chassidus, that there's two ideas. There's the Shema Etzim, the essential name, and then there's Etzim Hashem, and then there's the name itself, the essence of the name. The Shem HaEtzim. Two, what are these differences between these two things? The shame, ha'etzim, the essential name, hu'b'chenes gili, is referring to a revelation of God. But it's a the highest level of revelation. That's why it's called shame ha'etzim. It's a revelation of the etzim. Revelation, because a shame is a revelation of the person. It's not the person who he, who he is in and of himself. It's just the external revelation of him and how others can relate to him, how he relates to the outside world. So shame ha'etzim is the gili, which is the idea of shame, of the etzim. Of the essence, the etzim hashem, but the essence of the name ime yisegam shame. Even though it's still called just a shame, which is always a external level of divinity. So even though it's just a shame, we call mukim and the heart on the bottom adds harehu etzim. Still, it's the etzim hashem. It even though it's just a shame, it's the it is still, and after all, it's still the etzim. Whereas the shame ha'etzim is the gili of the etzim. Here we're talking about the etzim ha'shem. It's a shame, so it's an external level, but it's the actual the shame ha'etzim. Sorry, etzim ha'shem. It's the essence of the name. So this is the talking about the essence, which is above revelation. Whereas shame ha'etzim, so shame ha'etzim is the revelation of the etzim, of the etzim. Etzim ha'shem. Even though it's shame, nevertheless, it's the etzim It's the etzim, which is totally above revelation. So it's the essence of the shame, which is bar makamachar ba'idech. explained in another place at length. And this is the essence. So this higher level now, or which is the shmeihagol, which is above avaya, is really more relating to the the etzim shame and not the shame etzim. So this level of etzem shmei hagodol, the essence of his great name, ha'inu b'chinas etzem ha'oyu shalamayla megeder gilu legamre. It's the essence of the divine energy, how it's totally above the realm of revelation, completely above the, the idea of revelation. Ka'am le'i b'chinas gilu le'atzbe Even higher than the idea of revelation, Hashem's revelation of his energy to himself, like we were saying earlier, which is even can still be described as shem abaya. It's how the oyu, how this ha'ar is kol ba'atz musay. So this is the idea of etzem shmei hagodol, the essence of the divine energy, how it's above the realm of revelation, completely above that, even above revelation to himself. And this is the revelation which will be experienced in the world when Mashiach comes. They'll be revealed the hidden, infinite essence of Hashem, which is totally above the realm of revelation. Which that's termed by the in the lashon of Kabbalah, Eden Stimah, the hidden Eden, the concealed Eden, not concealed because something's hiding it, because it's it, rather it's hidden. It's so high, therefore it cannot be 
revealed. Its very essence, it's hidden. It's a different type of helam. Not a helam, not a, something which is mechasa on it, but a helam mitzadatzmai. Because it's so high, it's so sublime, therefore it's hidden from the tachtoin, from the lower realms. So this is the revelation which will be experienced when Mashiach comes. And this is the idea that brought, the verse we brought earlier to his essential greatness. To his greatness, there is no fathom, there is no investigating. His essential greatness. And it says his greatness, which is a talking in the um, which is in the third person, something which is hidden. Not you're not saying um, your greatness, something which that which would imply it's something which is revealed. You're talking directly to it. It's saying his greatness, something which is not right in front of you, it's something hidden, a third person. So that is referring to because of the high steam the because referring to when you say this level of his greatness, which is not fathomable, that's referring to the. Ain Saif, Steam the Kostim, the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is hidden from even the hidden levels, which is totally above the realm of revelation. Like the verse expri- describes in Tehillim, you have placed darkness your hiding place. Meaning, where is Hashem truly? In the Choshech, in the darkness. Because in his true essence, he is. He's He's hidden because in his very being is something which is totally above the grasp of any creation. It's above the realm of revelation. Therefore, it's totally hidden. Not hidden because it because something's covering it. It's steam of the cold steam. It's hidden from even levels of godliness, even worlds which are hidden to us. So it's steaming even from those levels. That's what implies steam of the cold steam. Um, so that's why I'm saying, Dulasoi in the third person, Lashen Nister, a hidden Lashen, you're not speaking directly because we're referring to that hidden level of godliness, which is hidden um, from even the realm of revelation. And this is like we said earlier, this is the essence of the Oyer, not the Gili, but the essence of the actual Oyer and the essence of the name. Which is described, which is called his great name, which is higher than Avaya. So it's not the Gili Laatma, it's just the essence of that Oyer. Um, before it's miscal, before it becomes revealed. So according to all this before mentioned, so according to all this, now we're going back to what we originally wanted to explain on page. Let's go back and see where we started this whole explanation. On page, Kuf Ayin Aleph 171, the new paragraph, it says, Praiseworthy and um, beautiful, Forever is his great name. Adi Ad is Lashon Nitzchis, is something which is constant forever. So he said, we have to first preface these idea, two ideas of Shmei HaGadl. The Shmei HaGadl, which is a Vaya, and Shmei HaGadl, which is a vaya, uh, even higher than a Vaya. So according to all this, we understand how we say in Davening, Meshubach HaMefoyer Adi Ad Shmei HaGadl. His great name is praiseworthy and, and beautiful, beautified forever and ever. Bivchines, so... Which is Adi Ad implies a constant, something which lasts forever, which is because it's referring to the Shmei HaGadl, which Shmei HaGadl is the Ein Saif, the true infinite um, essence of Hashem, the Etzema Ha'ir, the essence of the light which is before the Tzimtzum. So that is a totally, completely unbounded, infinite energy. So that's why it says, Meshubacham Fur, Adi Ad Shmei HaGadl. When you're talking about Shmei HaGadl, the Etzem, the Etzem Shmei HaGadl, which is above Havaya, it's something which is Adiyat, which is totally, truly Nitzchi. Tehine, Pirish Ad, 
So now it's going to more this explanation of what's ad, adi ad. Tine pirish ad, hu lashen nitzchis. We say ad, it implies something which is constant forever. Kamoi ad oil me ad, like we say forever and ever. Vechin sheikhin ad, and also when we say sheikhin ad, Hashem dwells ad, what does it mean ad forever? He dwells sheikhin ad, the morim, the kaddish moi, he who dwells forever, who lasts forever. Um, which is also it implies this idea of constant lasting forever. So even ad by itself, ad ad or ad already implies nitzchis. Now the more so when you say ad a double a double lashon, forever and forever, forever and ever will he reign. which is for sure the idea of constant of existing forever. But still, the term nitzchi is something which is constant, lasts forever. And is only relevant to something which is in the realm of time, which is in the definition of time. It's something which you can talk about, that it's applicable to apply to it, the idea of past, present, and future. But being, however, being that there is an end and a limitation to time, like a, like a thousand years and not even not any more than that. So concerning that, you could say something which is totally uh, lasts forever. Meaning that there is no and there is no limitation to the time. Similar to what it says, he, and he lives forever. Any time when it says the explanation is it's a continuation of time without any stopping, without any limitation forever. So what we're seeing from this is that idea of something which if you can describe something as being constant, lasting forever, it's only relating to a level which still was in the realm, in the limitation, the definition of time. It still is relevant to this idea of past, present, and future. But being that, um, so there is usually a stoppage to time. Like after a thousand years, whatever, there is always a limitation to time. And it's something that doesn't last more than a certain amount of time. So therefore, you can say something which is even longer than that passage of time is called nitzchis, lasting forever. It doesn't have that limitation that time has. Like what it says, living forever. Um, if you will eat from that, from the tree of knowledge, you'll live forever. Still within, this is talking about Adam, who is within the realm of time, but he will he won't be limited by that when time stops, or by whatever a thousand years, which time the usual people live that amount of time back then. Um, anytime we say it's talking about a hemshech man blihevsek. It's talking about still within time, there will be something which is not stop with. It doesn't have a stop within time, but still something a level which is within time. Describing something within time, Adam, if you will eat from the Eitzadas or the Eitzachayim, sorry, the tree of life, then he will live forever. What does it mean forever? He's within time, but he won't have a stop to the amount of time that he's going to live. So Nitzchis only relates to something which is in the realm of time. Something which is not within the realm of time at all. Something, a level of godliness which totally transcends the limitations of time, of past, present, and future. How can you apply to it a, this, this expression of Nitzchis, of Adi Ad, something which lasts forever, being that it's not even within the realm of time. 
to the extent that you, you could say about it that it won't stop. will last forever. Being that we're talking about a, a level which is not within the realm of time at all. So how can you apply with it this description which implies something which is within time? It's not possible, it's not relevant to talk about this level something which is a, a duration of time which has no um, stop to it. Because the whole idea of duration of time, any duration of time, is it's only relevant to talk about with days and years, which are all under the, basically, the definition of time. When you're talking about something which is within the realm, the definition of time, days, years, it's relevant to say something which will, will, will last a long time without end. But not with something which is totally above time. So therefore, we're saying something that his great name is praised forever and ever. Seemingly, we're talking about something which is still within the realm, within the limitations of time. You can apply to it past, present, and future. Basically, a level of godliness which is still is limited and contracted, which relates to the limitations of time and space. Um, and nitzchis means something which will, even within time, will last forever. But something which is totally above time, which has no relationship, no relation, no relevance to time at all, because it's totally above that, so it transcends time. You can't say nitzchis. Ah, so if so, that we've just proven that nitzchis implies to something which is within time. We have to understand. It's known that time is also a creation, something which is totally a novel existence, which was created from nothing to something. As it's known, as it's known, the idea concept of Tzavir Yitzira, there's three aspects of all of creation, which is basically the space that the world takes up, Shona, time, and Nefesh, and the divine energy, um, the Nefesh, the soul of every living being. So basically, these are all creations. Even the Nefesh is a creation. Hashem imbued within every, every creation, every entity, a Nefesh, a divine energy, which is... In the end, just a, a how Elokos now became a, a creation. So just like if we're saying that time is a creation, and it didn't exist before Hashem created it, there was no such concept of time within Hashem's essence. And just like Hashem created a space, or created a world, and He created souls, so too did He create time. So, they must say that there is a limitation, a, t- a stopping to time. Just like the body of a creation also has its a stopping. Being that it's something which is a new creation. And if it has a beginning, it must have an end. An end. Any creation which is basically within the realm of limitation, it has a beginning. If it has a beginning, that means it's not bleak vul, because it started. If something which is bleak vul truly never started, it never doesn't have a beginning, doesn't have an end. Like the circle I was saying earlier, it doesn't have a, a beginning or end to the circle. So just like a nivra, a, a physical creation, doesn't his body doesn't last forever, last forever, it dies, it disintegrates. So too, then time can't last forever because it's a new creation. If if it has a, if time had a beginning, there was a beginning of time, then it must have an end. As it's written in the books of the sages of Chakira, the cold of Gufni, Harehu Balgu, Taklis, everything which is physical has 
a limitation to it and has an end to it. So if so, if the actual physical body of this thing is limited, then also the godly energy, which is enclosed and extending within this limited being, to enliven it, it must be that its energy is also limited and has an end to it, meaning its life cannot last forever. If the creation itself is limited, it cannot have an unlimited energy within it. Therefore, the energy within it, the godly life within it, is also limited. Therefore, its life is going to be for sure limited. It's impossible, it is impossible to have an unlimited power, an unlimited life, life energy, enclosed within a body, within a vessel, which is in itself limited. This is something which is agreed upon. All of these sages of Chikira. Therefore, if the life force within these limited beings is also limited and has an end to it, it's impossible to say that this creation will last forever with a, a time without end. Being that not only is his body limited, but the, 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 the life force within it is limited. Therefore, it's impossible that it inherently should last forever because its energy, its life force within it is also limited. Therefore, it will have an end to it. Just like the body in which the life force is enclosed is limited. Therefore, the life force will will stop at some point. Therefore, how can you say something which is uh, inherently limited in its life force, its body, the life force within it, which is giving it life, is limited. Therefore, it cannot last forever. So how can it be then within time itself there should be a concept of nitzchis, something which lasts forever. Like I said, something which lasts forever. This expression which means lasting forever. We must say it's obvious, certain, anything which is in the realm of time cannot be described as nitzchi, something which lasts forever. It's not truly nitzchi. It had a start to it. It must have an end to it. Time started its creation. It started it at a a point, a certain point, when Hashem decided to create it. You can't even talk about time before there was a creation of time. There, only now we can say there was a beginning of time, there's an end of time. Before creation of time, there was no idea of before, after. So how can we say that this idea of Nitzchis, of uh, something which lasts forever, which we said must be within the realm of time, it's a, it's a description which, which talks about something within time, but how can we say, how can we apply that to within time? Within time, nothing can be nitzchi. If it has a beginning, it will have an end. And that's just talking about time in general. But also, we see that the life force of everything within this world is limited. Therefore, how can we say that anything within the world will last forever? For sure, time itself can't last forever. Time itself is a creation. And anything anything that has... Everything is alive from the godly life force, which is, which is flowing into it every moment. And if that life force itself is inherently limited because a limited creation can only contain a limited life force, so therefore even the creations themselves, they can't last, they cannot live forever. Time itself can't live forever, can't be forever. A creation can't last forever because it's in, its life force within it is limited. So how are we going to have this concept of something which is nitzchi, which lasts forever within time? Time itself is not lasting forever and a creation cannot live forever because of its limited divine energy. However, the explanation is even though time in and of itself inherently it has a limitation and it will have an end. Like we said, it must be because it had a beginning. It's limited. But when there is a when the um, there's a revelation, a shining of the 
ray of the Eidin Seif, the infinite ray of Hashem, infinite revelation of Hashem, Shuhu Lamaylamigedr Zman, which is totally above the realm of time, because it's something which is unlimited, above the realm of time which is limited by which is defined by past, present, future so when time itself is experiencing a revelation of an unlimited level of godliness as it's known in the explanation of the word uh, of the name of Hashem one of the reasons we call Hashem not just because he's like we said earlier, Mahave creates everything. It's a level of godliness which tr- creates everything, the source of creation. It's also Havaya because he he was. It includes these three ideas of time within it in one word. He was, he is, and he will be all in one moment because he's totally above time. Therefore, past, present, and future are all equal before him. He sees that the future already happened. The past is right now. Everything is since we're talking about something which is totally above the realm of time. Therefore, all time is totally bottled before him. So therefore, then, if you have a revelation of the Ha'aras Eidin Seif, which is above the realm of time, like the Pirush of Havaya means, then, within time, there is, a, there is a revelation of a level which is above time. Which is this idea of Nitzchis, something which is lasting forever. It can be, it can even exist within time. Even, meaning to say that even days and years, which are already within the realm, the definition of time, the limitation of time, of past, present, and future, will never stop. Which is only because of the revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is totally above time. So this is the idea of how we can have the idea of Nitzchis, something which is a description, which only relates to something which has a beginning. It only relates to something which is defined by time. But still, how can you have something which is within time, unlimited, if something is time itself is a limitation, therefore it must have an end. But when you when time itself experiences a unlimited revelation of godliness, then time becomes injected with this unlimited aspect, and therefore you can have a nitzchis, something which even within time it will last. There will be no end to the days, the years that it um, exists in this world. will never stop. We'll stop there on the top on the five line six lines on the top of Kufpe Gimel 183.